Right, it's time to talk entertainment now, and joining me is Steve Newell. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good morning. Good, um, just talking about music, uh, Kerry and I were just having a bit of a laugh because of course this week everybody got their Spotify top 2021 song list sent to their um, individual Spotify's and I was just saying to Kerry, I'd looked at my list and of course I share it with my family and I haven't, I've scrolled down the first 50 songs and I haven't got past a hip hop artist yet. <laughs> I'm like, this clearly is not my list. <laughs> This um, is the list of a fifteen-year-old boy. <laughs> oh, well, not 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 to disclose too much about my listening, but very much like last year, it shows um, that uh, the pandemic has definitely changed the way I use Spotify. Right, and uh, I've lent on it like a bit of a crutch at times, and I don't recognise myself when I look at my list. Right, well, there you go. Neither do I. Okay, tell me, you have been to see June. Yes, well, as um, uh, being in, in Auckland, we've been without movies here for quite a long time. And uh, while many people were hitting the pubs on Friday night, um, I was super excited to get to the very first IMAX screening of uh, sci-fi epic Dune. And I think on any big screen, this thing's going to be amazing. Um, but at the IMAX, it was a transcendent return to the movies. Um, just wondrous sci-fi, beautiful uh, design, very thoughtful adaptation, and um, Frank Herbert's sci-fi novels had sort of two problematic um, journeys to the to the screen before. Some very hard uh, work to film, but um, Denis Villeneuve's wanted to do this for his entire life. I was actually just looking at some storyboards this morning that he um, made with a friend when they were teenagers of Dune, when they were just hang out and not having access to camera equipment would apparently just storyboard up movies they wanted to make when they had, had the chance. So this thing's been living in his head for quite a long time and um, it really shows. It's, uh, it's a dense story, but he's um, really kind of got an emotional beating heart at the centre of it. I was um, I watched David Lynch's June recently. It was screening on one of the streaming services, and it was just a reminder of just how tricky this book is to adapt. And of course, David Lynch says it's 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 his really his one mistake. It's the one thing that he's most disappointed about, probably with his career. Yeah, I think so, and I think as well that um, like his his adaptation was plagued by studio interference. Like it's got there's sort of a whole lot of different things happened there, but I feel that um, there's a lot more confidence in audiences being able to handle science fiction now. So mm. rather than um, ha you know, holding our hands through the story, that's all, that's that's often crippled many adaptations. Um, I think just uh, you know June's one that you can just just roll with it and. Um, you know, there's a whole uh, lot of things to understand or take on board, but um, this version really does just move you through it. Everything has weight, everything has context, and, and yeah, everything has, has emotion behind it. So it's and a great just, cast, too. Not just gobbledygook and lasers, you know? Yeah. And oh, the cast is magnificent. Yeah. Uh, it's it's lovely being back. You know, we're so fortunate with all the streaming services. There is a lot to entertain us, but there's just something quite heavenly about sitting in that dark, cool theatre with that big screen, isn't there? It's good to be back. Yes, and um, and under uh, red and the traffic light system, um, there's sort of no issues with uh, sitting next to a stranger. So IMAX is a massive theatre, but it's capped like all cinemas under red are at 100 people. So um, lots of uh, space between you know between groups in the cinema, um, and you know not at all a nervous environment, which was really great. Everyone was just really thrilled to be back. Was the was the mood of the room? Uh, Rhythm and Vines have announced, of course, they're moving to Easter, no longer at New Year. That was a good move, wasn't it? I mean, it's yes. Yeah, so it's, well, it's it's just kind of a consequential move, yeah. really, isn't it? This yeah. is no, there's, there's there's no way around it. And um, 
I think that uh, Easter's a great date. Um, it will, you know, provide a lot more time for those vaccination rates to lift. But also, you know, being a long weekend, it's going to mean that um, this is now an event to close out the summer for all the all the young folks heading there as the annual rite of passage to Rhythm and Vines. Mm. Um, you know, it's a it's an event that probably um, you know gets more media coverage than uh, you know per capita attending than most other things. Is twenty four thousand people is not um, a small event, but um, gosh, we've heard a lot about Rhythm and Vines over the last few months, um, and I think that uh, those that have been wanting to know, those ticket holders wanting to know if they if they can attend and who's going to play, at least now they. Now they know it's going yep, to be in a exactly. few months' time. Yeah, uh, and but but there are still festivals sort of taking place in the early in early next year. Yeah, well, I mean, um, thankfully for the South Island uh, sister festival, Rhythm and Alps is still taking place. That's an event that shares a bunch of lineup with with Rhythm and Vines. Um, under you know they can go ahead uh, under Orange with confidence. Um, and yes, there'll be other things around the country, but the, there, are, there are still some events that uh, are yet to make formal announcements of what's happening for New Year's um, and their viability. Maybe some are keeping their fingers crossed, um, or others just trying to figure out you know, the processes to put in place to manage their, their refunds or announcement process. Where, where, where are the kids going to go, Steve? You're done with the kids. Where are they all going to go for New Year? Uh, hopefully not around by my place would be great. <laughs> um, just somewhere, somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> Where will you be? Uh, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be in the city this year, and um, I think um, as someone that um, normally enjoys being in Auckland while the city empties, it's going to be a really interesting summer with yeah. probably a lot more people around. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I actually really enjoy working in Auckland um, at this time of the year. Uh, because you get the city to yourself, get a park wherever you want. It's it's a real treat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like that this no, time. No, maybe not. But that's okay. Happy to share. Hey, Steve, um, lovely to talk to you. We'll catch you next week.